Hi everyone, I'm Caitlin Cauley and welcome to my podcast, Change Your Life. This week's sponsor is from CAMH, also known as the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. This week I'm talking about mental health and what can cause people to have mental illnesses. This podcast was created to address problems in our society and that if you are one that is experiencing these problems, you should get help or talk to someone. Mental health is a very serious illness, and it's really important to get help if you do have mental health problems. First of all, let's clear out what mental health really is. Mental health is your state of well-being. It can be good or bad. Yes, people often have good mental health. However, lots of people do experience mental health struggles, like depression and anxiety. In fact, there are so many people every day that struggle with mental health to the point that they even develop thoughts of suicide. People think that it's easier to end their life than to actually talk to someone about what's going on and to get help. Kids as young as 10 are having suicidal thoughts. In 2016, 19% of suicides were kids just 10 to 14 years old, and 52% of all suicides were teenagers or young adults aged 15 to 24. When the going gets tough, just end it? No, there are so many other ways to deal with struggling mental health. Everyone is important and deserves to live. How do you think parents feel when they find out that their 10-year-old kid killed himself? That they didn't know what their child was going through emotionally? Or that they didn't see the signs? What signs? How can anyone really know? I know that most parents want what's best for their kids no matter how old they are or how messed up they seem. Parents and other family members will be broken into pieces because they weren't able to help or they didn't even see it coming. Family is love and that means help. If your family saw the signs and knew that you were so depressed or anxious you were thinking about committing suicide, they would try to get help for you because they love you, because they would miss you. They would want what's best for you, and they think that you are important. I know that I would be heartbroken if one of my brothers took their own life. I would probably blame myself. Why didn't I see the signs? Why didn't I know? Why did they do this? What could I have done? I am so stupid. I should have known and stopped them. But the truth is, sometimes you actually can't see the signs. Sometimes you can't see that they are hurting inside. Some of the signs are sleeping problems, loss of appetite, and not having enough energy to do your normal activities. But a lot of those times, these signs are how you feel, things we actually can't see. And let's be honest, feelings are often hard to talk about. I know it sounds really weird, but sometimes our culture makes it harder to talk about feelings. Some cultures don't have the vocabulary to express feelings and others don't share their emotions because it's shameful or unacceptable. For example, Latinos don't have a word for anxiety, so they have to explain how nervous they really are. Or other cultures don't even have words for depression or anxiety, so they have to wait until it gets to the point where they experience physical pain like a headache or your stomach really hurts. That's just sad. I am a Christian, and for support, I turn to the Bible. People who go through depression and anxiety don't want to talk to others. However, in Acts 18 verse 9, it says, Do not be afraid. Do not be silent. Keep on speaking. If you talk to someone, they can help you with your mental health struggles. And suicide doesn't have to be an option. 
If you go into a store with hives all over your face, everybody will ask you if you are okay. If you tell the doctor that your stomach hurts and they take an x-ray and they can see that you have a tumor, they can say that you're not okay. You can't see mental health, which makes it so dangerous because a person can be acting perfectly fine and no one would suspect they are suffering from depression or anxiety. The only way to know is if they ask for help and talk. Lots of people like to talk, and many people, especially females, love to talk about their feelings. I didn't say all, but most do. However, research shows that boys and men who have anxiety or depression don't ask for help. They don't talk about their feelings, and they hide their emotions. So why don't they talk? Well, most of them don't feel comfortable talking about their feelings because it's not what the traditional man would do, or they think they should just learn to deal with it. Real men don't cry. Real men don't talk about their feelings. Wrong. This is something society has ingrained in young boys from early ages, and sadly, many men still feel this way. People think that males shouldn't show their emotions because it makes them look weak. However, not talking about emotions causes people to bottle up their feelings inside and more often than not, lead to serious consequences like drinking, drugs, and yes, suicide. More than 75% of all suicides are men. Men who don't talk because they don't want to seem weak or get help. Now, if you ask me, killing oneself is much weaker than talking about one's emotions. When a girl talks about their mental health, she knows that everybody wants to make sure that she's okay. But when a boy talks about his mental health, he most likely thinks that everybody will believe he's just weak and should suck it up. Wrong answer. Michael Landsberg, a very famous sports commentator, has been dealing with his mental health for many years. In 2008, he started tracking his depression and put a mark on his arm for every really bad day. In 2008, he wasn't getting treated and he ended up with 365 marks on his arm. Can you imagine having a bad day every day for a year? I know when I'm having a bad day, I pray that tomorrow will be better. And in fact, I know that it couldn't be worse. But not for Landsberg. Then he started getting help. In 2020, with treatment, he only had 53 marks on his arm. That's incredible. To go from 365 bad days to only 53. He's really showing others that when men talk about their depression or anxiety, they are in fact showing strength and bravery, not weakness. Now he only talks about his struggles with his mental health in hopes of helping others. Mark Rowland, bronze Olympian, once said, We have all tried the man up man trait for generations and we have ended up with suicide being the leading cause of death for men under 45 in this country. It appears as though manning up gets us nowhere. Ending your life isn't the solution but getting help is. So don't bottle up your emotions just because you're worried about what others may think or say, or even that you think right now is the wrong time. Get help now because sooner or later, your mental health will hurt you. This sponsor message is from the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. If you or somebody you know is struggling with an addiction or their mental health, please call us at 1-800-463-2388 or email us at info at kmh.ca. We care for you and want to help you. It's never too late. Okay, so what causes people to struggle with mental health? Well, a lot of things can lead to depression and anxiety, but did you know that a person's Instagram can be a leading cause to depression and anxiety? What? But this is just a form of social media, and almost everyone has it. But it is true. You see, people develop anxiety from their Instagram account. People actually start to become afraid that they are missing out. Nowadays, people post everything on their Instagram account. And so some people literally fear that because they aren't doing the same things as other people, they might be missing out on something great. People also start to realize that maybe their physical appearance isn't perfect. Well, of course not. Nobody's perfect. 
But what happens is that people start to get fixated in how the filters make their skin look different, and then they start to believe that they aren't good enough anymore. This causes social anxiety because people think that their friends only see their flaws instead of their beauty. Instagram can cause people to want to change their body appearance because they start comparing themselves to others. But we should never compare ourselves to others. That becomes really dangerous and our minds might spiral out of control. We have each been made perfect in our own way and should appreciate who we are. In 2018, 63% of people on Instagram were depressed. That's horrible. Everybody deserves to be happy. Laurel Diston says, don't compare your real life to someone else's controlled online content. This is so true. What we see online is not reality. It is just someone else's manipulated reality. How can we expect to measure up to someone else when we see a manipulated reality? There is so much more going on behind the scenes. Mental health is so serious, which is why whenever someone comes to you asking for help, please help them. If you notice that a friend or family member's behavior has changed, check up on them and ask how they really are. You never know what's going on in someone's mind. And hey, you might be able to save someone's life. Anybody can have depression or anxiety, but it's how they work through it that shows how strong they are. If you are suffering, do not accept defeat. Get help, because everyone's life matters.